Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Nourish the Soul, Nicole. So I'm so excited to be at the end of our Feminine Genius series, and I'm so excited to have Mish here. Hi, Mish. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so, so thankful and grateful that my dear sister is over here. And we are going to really talk about uh, the entire idea, I think, of feminine genius. So like the past few weeks, we've been looking at different aspects. So we were looking at maternity with Gabby, uh, nurture with Isabel. Uh, we were looking at receptivity with, uh, with Lizzie, right? Uh, sensitivity with Nikki, and finally, generosity with Mariah. And now here we are looking at the feminine genius as a whole with a very dearly beautiful sister in Christ with such a gift to me, Mish. Yes, Mish is here. And I, when I was just thinking of this episode, like she's the first person like that came to mind. I was like, dang, this girl, she's got all of these aspects. I totally need to like have her down on the podcast. And here she is. Okay, now she's very feisty. I'm like, claim it, girl, claim it. You, you claim overhyped it. me. <laughs> I'm not overhyping you. I'm happy you because the Holy Spirit oh. is helping you. Okay, Mother Mary oh. is like you know stating your case. So, yeah, no, I just want to say hi to Mish, and you know, we've been reading. I think uh, the letter to women that uh, JP two uh, was writing. So, I just wanted to share maybe uh, some of the thoughts that you have, man, reading this, and you know how you feel also about the feminine genius. I love that word actually. Yeah, I love it too. Feminine genius. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord for JP2, man. He's such a knowledgeable man. He's such a... Oh, I love him. <laughs> but upon reading the Feminine Genius letter, right? The letter to women. Nick, oh my goodness. I think I was sharing with you earlier on how it's such a soothing balm to a woman's heart. Like, JP2 just knows how to speak to a woman. And this letter really brings forth a lot of healing, especially to me. And I know to a lot of women as well because... It really, it really speaks to the deepest depths of our hearts and how we women desire to be seen, to be appreciated, to be affirmed. It is really in our very being, since the very beginning of the book of Genesis, we know the story of Adam and uh, Eve and how since um, our first parents have fallen, how Eve has always been on this journey and the generation of women after that as well have always been on this journey of just desiring to be delighted in, desiring to be seen, to be appreciated and to be known. And this very letter brings forth just that, you know, it really helps us to restore our, our dignity, our identity as well. And it helps us to be affirmed, not just for our physical appearance, we know that ah, oh, in this modern day and age, especially oh. in media, oh, hmm, we're getting there. <laughs> and how media has often portrayed and I guess pointed out women's value through our physical appearance, on our skills, on things that we can give. But they don't oftentimes um, shed light and affirm us for our being, our dignity, our things that we can give like so like um, generosity how we are able to give um, and how we can mother those around us as well yeah I don't know what about you Nick 
I really love yeah what you were saying, Mish. I think that it really speaks as you were saying like into this area of need, right? It's been since I mean it's going on for so long, right? But I think even yeah. even now, you know, in the modern day, I think when women, you know, are finding their way around and like ah, everything is dictating my identity, these other people, mm-hmm. society, right. expectations, uh, and then area. we always <laughs> feel like yeah the need to be a woman or that kind of woman or a specific kind of woman yeah and then I think also maybe for us and myself also right I feel I feel like I have to live up to an expectation or I have to kind of tailor mm. myself to be a certain kind of person ah. and then reading mm. like what JP2 is saying is like just thank you for being a woman and I was like ah He's just thanking me. He's thanking mm-hmm. me for being me. And he's thanking us yeah. for just being us. And isn't that yeah. it's like such a... It's, it's so sad that it's refreshing to me. But it's also very yeah. happy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you were saying like, you know, we are prized for what we can do. You know, how we can give to other people. And then nobody stops to say like, thank you just so much, Mish, for being you. You know, thank you, Mish, exactly. for just being who you are. Right? Not, yeah. you know, all of your... All the gifts that you have and the things that you do. But just by mm. the simple act of being a woman, yeah, I think wow. that is such a it's such a simple truth. But I think it's something that we definitely tend to like overlook. You know, we think that ah, it's just you know, it's just me lah. I'm a woman now. You know, that's about it. Mm. But we don't actually see all the joys that come with it. <laughs> I think sometimes we always focus on like, the struggles and the pain, and we're like, why yeah. is so difficult? Why is so challenging? Why must I? You know, I'm trying to mm. um trying to live up to all of these things ah. And then what you were saying also, I think really speaks to the feminine heart. And I think like, um, this is an interesting fact. I think I was reading this book about JP2. And apparently he had many female friends in his time. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to him. And I was like, hey, how come? I still don't know. Then people were saying like, oh, I think because he had a lot of, he had very deep conversations. I think with female friends. And that's something so amazing to me. Because I feel sometimes... Mm even the conversations that we have also with our brothers, right? Sometimes it just goes, like, you know, at the surface and we don't go deeper, like, you know, there's no spiritual right. friendship, like Claire and St. Francis, you know, they have such mm. a deep spiritual friendship also. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you know, getting to the heart of a woman, the heart of a woman is so, so beautiful, right? It's something that needs yeah. to be protected, needs to be uh, kept safe, lah. Yeah, and I think definitely JP2 knows it very well. That's why people were saying, oh, come on, he got so many friends <laughs> that are female. And I'm like, no lah, he just knows what the feminine heart is all about. And I think we were talking about just, just before we started recording, you were like, how come ah, he was like writing this thing? I was like, maybe because he got so much experience of talking to ladies. That's why he wants to write it for them, you know, like a gift to all right. of the all of the women in his life, lah, you know, that he he has uh, had the privilege of knowing because like um I think there's one part of the letter where he actually talks about different types of women right or like the, yes. the different categories I would just say women with different you know callings and vocations uh. mm. and I like how he actually mentions everyone you know and I was like yeah you know there is uh so much diversity there's so much um plurality of being a woman now uh. you don't have to be a specific kind you know it doesn't mean that if I only um I'm called to this vocation, then I'm less of a woman. That's not true. Mm. Right? Like he calls all of us, I think, to different vocations because he knows that that is where we are best um, able to live out lah, his mission mm. for us. 
Like, even though we might think, ah, yeah, society says I should be like this. Then other than mm-hmm. just like, uh, you hold back, girl, hold back, girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I know what I, I know. I know what is. I know what the woman I created you to be. Yeah, you know, mm. and that really is. I think I would love to hear uh, more from you because you were saying something about how uh, it's a soothing balm for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Nick. I really love this topic and conversation that we're having on this beautiful Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I I think you pointed out a lot of great things, how this letter is really, it's like a band-aid to our soul. And the Lord used JP2 to really heal the many hearts of, of women out there in the world, to really be restored of their dignity, their identity, in their different vocations in terms of what it means to being a mother. So being a mother, you know, we are all called to be a mother, but it doesn't only uh, mean that we are called to be a mother uh, bearing children, but we are called to be spiritual mothers as well to all those around us. We are called to be shelters for the people around us, to feel safe, you know, to really allow them to find... um, yeah, this sense of safety in our presence, in our being, to recognize that, hey, you know, when they encounter us, they would encounter our Blessed Mother. They would have encountered our Lord in this safe place. And that is something that oftentimes I feel like we women and the world downplays a lot because we feel like, oh, it's just a small gift. It's just something that we we can't really account for. It's something that, um, you know, when it, when we compare it to physical work or physical KPIs, it's something that's like, uh, it's not trackable. So it means it's not uh, deemed as something that is worthy of a skill or of a gift. But it's such a powerful gift. You know, when we allow others to, this space to be themselves, it's so beautiful, Nick, because that's when people begin to become alive that's when the world begins to light up in their soul, in their being. And I think you also pointed out how um, JP2 got it. Like he he had a lot of women friends. <laughs> Pretty oh, yeah. sure he was a ladies man. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love to meet him, you know. Yeah. I feel like he got it. He understood the struggles of what it means to be a woman, a woman in this day and age. And not many people recognize that it's such a struggle. It's not easy to be a woman in this day and age. And that is something that we all need to recognize, not as a sign of weakness, but as a sign that, yeah, hey, it's really not easy to be a woman. But that doesn't mean that... I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what you were saying, like, you know, like it's not easy right, to be a woman. And like I think sometimes people even think that like, it's a burden, eh? Yeah, yeah, like it's such a big burden. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. And you also pointed out with that burden leads to the like with that burden it leads to a lot of expectations that we oh, yes. have. And that it sucks. <laughs> oh. uh, that sucks. Honestly, like speaking to a lot of my women friends, shout out and speaking yeah. to you as well, Nick. Yeah, when we live up to our expectations that we set upon ourselves, the expectations that the world set. Uh, sets up when we live up to the expectations that the world sets for ourselves as well we I feel like in a way we are 
shortchanging ourselves, we are not able to live fully the glory of God in our hu- in our human and feminine genius. And that is sad because we are not glowing fully for the Lord. We are not shining fully for the Lord. And the Lord, yeah, and the Lord did not plan for us to really shine half-heartedly. He desires for us to really shine bright in this world that really needs us to be fully who we are called to be and to really ignite that feminine genius into the world because it is a form of healing. I can't imagine a world without feminine genius, honestly. I really cannot. I think the world will be so <laughs> in such a bad state. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a bad place. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but thanks yeah, so much, Mish, for like, reminding me about like the light that we actually have. And I think a lot of the time we feel the need to dull the light because it's like, yeah. I don't want to really shine fully, you know. I just Correct. want to kind of like um sit in a corner <laughs> over here and just do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And like the challenge as you were saying is to really live um live that feminine genius fully, right? Uh and mm. wholeheartedly for him. Because sometimes, yeah, you know, we feel there are a lot of challenges with being a woman today. There's so many things mm. that are attacking our, our inherent like femininity, right? You know, there's so many mm. um different assaults, I think, yeah, that have been placed la, you mm. know, on our hearts. So, so uh we feel influenced, you know, to kind of go with the flow. I think even like mm. um younger ladies, even our like our younger selves also, right? Felt like you know, sometimes the need to uh live up to expectations or to be a certain type right. of person or to be perceived in a different way, and then we always second guess ourselves. It's like, mm. you know, is this okay? Should I be doing this? Uh, you know, how right. would I be perceived? Uh, you know, am I a woman enough? You know, should right. I do more things or should I mm. uh, change the way I do certain things? You know. Um, you yeah. know, maybe I'm, uh, am I like coming off as a bit too like, you know, sometimes I say coming off as too strong, you know, should I be more like, mm-hmm. yeah, like should I be more like, you know, softer, be like, and then right. everybody's like, no, like the, like the Lord created all of us as like different flowers, we can't all want to be the yes. same flower, like, I think it's sent yeah. the rest or something, I feel like I'm butchering this, but I think it's sent the rest, <laughs> <laughs> she said like, you know, we all have to be different flowers, right, in the garden, yeah. and the Lord wants us to be this, like, you know, this, this like beautiful garden up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spring will lose its loveliness. Thank you, Mish. You got me there. That that's exactly. I got you. Yeah. I was like <laughs> garden centerest thoughts were not connecting. You 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 but, there. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. It's like it's so it's so sad. I think sometimes when we feel the need to be a certain type of woman or even right. worse like we feel like we are competing with each other and I feel like that's not the mm. way the Lord created us to be. Oh, it's not like yeah. trying to like you know like lead us into this um arid desert of competition. He wants us to collaborate. He wants us to see the inherent beauty that all of us have and to kind of mm. like shine collectively, right? Yeah, it's mm. so sad. I think sometimes so that yeah we feel the need to like compete or we feel like oh you know I'm not good enough as this um other girlfriend right. you know like oh you know like yeah. there's some efficiency in my life and. It's not true. That's not mm. true. And it's so hard. I think sometimes when we journey on our own, right? We're like, I, mm. uh, you know, like it does self doubt just kicks in. So I'm so thankful, I think, for like community, for journeying with you. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, mm. it just reminds me that, hey, it's all right. Yeah. Hearts, hearts. Hearts, hearts. Love, hearts. Love, <laughs> the love for you. Love. Yeah. And I like, also what you were talking about in terms of like the feminine genius. I was thinking about it. I was like, it's so genius. That means it's like, 
so it's so perfect, you know, that he has perfected the woman, right? The woman is perfect. He's mm. not, you know, there's no deficiency or in her. Most people always think, oh, you know, there's a there's an issue with this person or this person has to change itself. But he's like, I created you for who you are. I created you as the gift and the beautiful, uh, you know, flower that you are in my garden. And I just want you to bloom. And, mm. you know, I want you to kind of, you know, um, embody all of these aspects of the feminine genius. And I think we just do it every day, just unknowingly. And then sometimes we're like, hey, eh, am I maybe too, you know, sometimes people think that oh, a, a woman is too much. And I'm like, yeah, eh, not too many girl. Yeah, I, I think yeah. all of us have felt that way. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. so about that, Miss? Wow, this speaks directly to my heart because this is something that I've often struggled with, especially growing up. I've often placed myself in this box, you know, of like being too much for the fear of that. Okay, am I being too much of myself? But also the fear of being not enough. And mm. I feel like this is the reality of every day. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that is feeling like I have placed myself in this box where, okay, I can't shine too much. Okay, not people won't like that. And I've heard even um, my mom, I hear, <laughs> I hear it from my mom as well. She's saying like, oh, you shouldn't be too much of this, this, this. If not, people wouldn't like this, this, this. Or, you know, if you're not good enough in this, 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 yeah, people wouldn't like you for this, this, this. And I think we need to shake up culture, Nick. We got to yes. change this culture. We got to change the way we think. And instead of, I think earlier on, you mentioned about focusing on our struggles of being a woman. Why don't we focus on the great things of being a woman? Yes. Why do we oftentimes yeah, focus yes. on the struggles? I mean, yes, we struggle. We should bring that to the Lord. But we should also focus more so on the delightfulness of what it means to be a woman. Oh, it's such a blessing to be a woman. And we should really shine fully in our being. Oftentimes, I feel like the enemy is trying to prevent us from really fully glowing and fully allowing ourselves to really be who the Lord has created us to be as women because he fears what women can can do. Oh, yes. You know, with women, we are so powerful. We are a shelter. We allow healing to take place. There's so many great things. And it's not to say that um, for our brothers out there, shout out, that they are unable <laughs> to do all these things. They are. But this is a way there are certain traits that we women can give that complements uh, masculine genius oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah right and you were sharing about community as well and i was just inspired by elizabeth and mary you know when mary went to see elizabeth you know there wasn't any competition you know when elizabeth recognized that mary uh, was being pregnant or mm. Mary also uh, delighted in Elizabeth, you know, in her being pregnant with John. With with John, yeah, with the like beauty of human life. It's like a living tabernacle. <laughs> oh, I love but that. There, right, there wasn't any competition between them, but it was just delightfulness. And how healing and how beautiful we have of that image of how sisterhood, motherhood should be like and how healing it would bring forth. Yeah, I think for us sisters, we should begin to delight in one another, to encourage one another and in allowing ourselves to be ourselves, we allow others to then step, stand up and to take place and to be themselves as well. 
really the world needs each and every one of us to really be fully who we were called to be. The world really needs us. It is an urgent thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. It is so urgent, wow. I think. Like, you know, to be who God created us to be instead of being yeah. who other people, you know, want us to be. And yeah. I really love that the image that you drew um, of... Uh, Elizabeth and Mary, yeah, that sisterhood, that that simple delight in each other, in each other's company, being there for one another. And, you know, even Mary, I think she was quite heavily pregnant, I think, with uh, Jesus, Mm. right? And she just Mm. made that journey. She didn't think too much, you know, she didn't be like, oh, I'm so tired, you know, I've got, I'm feeling, you know, achy or whatever, my body feels painful or whatever. She was just like, no, my my cousin needs me and I'm going to go, right? And she just went... And I was like, that is the generosity of the of the female heart, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, the lady, right? Um, you know, a lady's heart is really very, very generous, you know. It's just mm-hmm. that sometimes we feel um we feel like, you know, we shouldn't be generous. Or people say, hey, you know, you shouldn't do so many things, or yeah, you, know, you shouldn't be like that, lah. You know, people won't appreciate it or whatever. But I mean, even I also have gone through this kind of cycle, like, oh, should I keep doing these things, you know, or should I keep uh, giving of myself and then I realized mm. no lah you know at the end of the day that is our our urge we, we cannot mm. resist that you know that is right. who we are wow. and if we keep suppressing that we will always feel like you know we are missing out on something or we're not being fully who we are lah you know we are like kind of like mm. constricting ourselves and I realized yeah. having that simple urge to be generous to be sensitive and as you were saying to shelter souls i think at this time it says like it's a shelter for other souls to unfold i love that i love mm. that yeah to unfold um yeah it's such a beautiful thing it's a gift you know and we and we keep i realize the culture is just trying to ask us to deny these things so like i uh, yeah you don't have to be a generous woman don't need lah you know as long as you look out for your own you know um needs yep. good enough and that kind of thing yep. and but no, like if you feel the urge to check in with your friend, go and do it. If you yeah. feel the urge to call your friend, go and do it. It's because it's coming from a good place. It's coming from the Lord yeah. has planted the seed in your heart, in each yeah. of our hearts. And yeah. if you feel the urge to do something, go and do it. Right? Like, you know, for example, if you plant the, the seed in Mary's heart to go and see Elizabeth, she went and she did it. She didn't like, yes. oh, people will say that, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm taking this long journey, I shouldn't be doing it, but she just went. Right. She know that the Lord will care for her. She know that the yeah. Lord will keep her safe, even though I'm sure like the journey is probably not very safe, like, you know, in those times walking on the yeah. open road or whatever. Mm-hmm, on a donkey <laughs> on a donkey and like, you know, like everything is like kind of unstable. Yeah. yeah. But she just went ahead and she did it. And like a lot of people think that, oh, you know, women, like, you know, we, we talk about things, we uh um we, we have like complete body, we don't do things, and I'm like, no, that is not true. Women yeah. get things done. Mm-hmm. Women get uh-huh, things done. Do. Yeah. Women really do get things done. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we, it's because we dare, we have like a I think you you I think you've spoken about it before, like a holy and audacious daring, right? Like to be bold. Say, yeah. yeah, I'm a woman, you know, you may think that I can't do this, so I shouldn't be able to do this, but mm. I am gonna do it because the Lord is emboldening me to go and do it. Amen. Yeah, yeah. you know, like oh. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I love it. You just reminded me how God has really placed us where we are at to be a mother to others. And that is really so beautiful because, yeah, so beautiful because God has called us to be where we are at, to be mothers to others. 
and it's so beautiful because the world needs more mothers. We need we need more feminine genius, people who would step up to provide a space for others to be themselves, to find shelter. And Christ has no more hands and feet but ours. You know, we are the hands and feet of Christ. We are that shelter of Christ. We bring along church. We are that church. We are that home that we bring to a lot of people. And I love how you shared, Nick, about how we women, we are so known to be so productive. That is so true. Um, and how in this culture of like, go power, you know, go, go, go what? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> Do you remember? Like, there's this uh, movement like, go power. Go power. And, Wonder Woman, la. let's talk about Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong in that. But I think culture has twisted it in a way that it becomes more competitive. Like we are competing to to prove our worth. And, you know, let's just call it out. We don't have to prove our worth because our dignity has already been instilled in us. That we are already, our dignity and our worth and our identity has already been given to us. Yeah, and nothing in this world can ever take it away. Nothing can ever add on to how lovable we are nothing can decrease in our lovability. And that is something that we really need to change. Lah. We really need to change this whole idea and culture of girl power. That yes, we are women who are able to do so many great things, but we are not called to be part of a movement that like, like, what's the word, Nick? Soaks us in, zaps us in, pulls us in. <laughs> Yeah, we, we just can't be, I think, kind of like, you know, drawn in, basically. Yeah. Right? Like drawn yeah, in we, or hooked la, on this idea. Yeah, we can't be drawn into this culture of girl power just so that we can be acknowledged for who we are. Yeah, girl power... Okay, scrap that. Girl power in this day and age has to be changed to something much more. We need to change it as us uplifting one another, us allowing others to become more and more of who they are called to be in and using the gifts that they have been given in this world today. And in the book of Genesis, I think oftentimes people may think like, oh, he created Eve. <laughs> in the later part of the story, he wasn't thinking, God wasn't thinking of creating Eve. We were just like a, a oopsie plan. We were just like a, like a second plan. But no, you know, the Lord left the, the last for. The best for last. The best for last. Yeah. 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 God left the best for last. And that is so beautiful. It shows the significance in women. It shows the significance in the beauty and the power in who we are. And we are not second best. We are first best. And he yes. thought of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mitch. I think so much for sharing the fact that, you know, we, we are not an afterthought. Right, we yeah. are actually, yeah, you know, we are all uniquely formed and created into being and he formed us because he had a very unique purpose for us. Yeah. Yeah. And as you were talking about, you know, this talk, I think the idea of girl power also sometimes is very misinterpreted and misunderstood. Because yeah. We, yeah, it's all about, you know, um championing my you know, my my rights and um sort of my mm. my agenda ahead of other people when actually inherently the, the feminine heart and feminine spirit is one that is very generous mm. one is very receptive to the needs um, receptive I think also to the God's gifts or so in, in a certain sense 
sensitive yeah. to the needs of the people around her and also um, out of that sensitivity being able to be generous with their time with their efforts and I just wanted to like um, kind of conclude on this particular uh, image or movie that I was just saying just now Wonder Woman yeah so mm. I wrote like a short article I think about this some time ago but I didn't really see the Marian connections until recently um, because when like Wonder Woman um, she's actually confronted with the ugliness I think of the war right Mm. And all the people around her, uh, men in particular, are saying that, hey, you know, we can't, we can't do anything basically of consequence and we are not able to really kind of deal with this situation uh, because we are so minuscule, right, compared to everything else. Mm. And she, being a woman, she sees, I think, all of these things around her, right? You know, people dying, she sees babies crying, she sees so much mm. pain and suffering on people's faces and she is not deaf. She does not look away. Like she, she is sensitive and I think she's so sensitive, she's so receptive that she actually kind of like um, goes out right into the battlefield and she charges into no man's land and she provides a mantle for the rest of those um, you know, soldiers right, to, to kind of like go into the enemy, enemy territory. And I realized that that is like the mantle that Mother Mary has. She shields us from you know, the bullets, right? She shields us from all of the, you know, the enemy's assaults. And I realized that that is, for me, I never saw that at, at first, you know, but when I was writing, I was like, hey, wow, this is like a really interesting link that I never thought of. But now mm. that it's suddenly coming to me, definitely must be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Lah. I don't think yeah. I would look at a, like a superhero film and be like, oh, that's Mother Mary, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that reminded me that, hey, there's also a lot of modern references, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And we can see, I think even in our culture, it's just what we choose to see. And we can mm-hmm. see Wonder Woman as like, oh, she's very like, you know, she's just beating up all the bad guys and uh, she's like, you know, championing justice, bum, 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 you know, and I'm, I mean, I felt very inspired from a lot of the scenes where she was like, you know, training, training up, I think, in the Amazon, I don't know where, like forest or whatever, yeah. But then I realized that, hey, actually she's got a very tenderness, she's a, she has a tenderness about her that we mm-hmm. tend to like not associate, you know, for, for women yeah. superheroes, sometimes we think, oh, uh, a woman's superhero is just supposed to be very tough. She's supposed to be very steely and stuff. Then after that, she yeah. reminded me of like, Mary, hey, Mary is a superhero so in a way. Like, mm. you know, she was like, no, God gave me a mission. I'm going to carry out that mission. And I'm going to say yes. I'm not wow. going to be like, I shrink away and be like, Jesus, you sure? Like, you know, I think mm. even for me, I'll be like, Jesus, are you okay? Like, same. Um, I'm like, wait, you am made I the hearing, right choice. Are you like, sure? I, yeah, are you? Am I hearing this right? I'm sorry. Like, you sure you chose the right person? You know, like, choose the right person. Like, you know, like. And then he's like, yes, I chose you. Now it's just, I'll still be like, no. And then I realize, oh, Mother Mary is teaching us a lesson. Like she's such a beautiful model. She's such a, a beautiful mother. She embodies, I think, uh, all of the things I think they were talking about, and definitely oh, she was on JP 2s heart also uh, when he was writing mm. this. Yeah, particular letter. And I mm. love how it's addressed as a letter to women. You know, yeah. it's like, it's so gentle. It's not like an edict or something or like, hey, you better all sit down and I'm going to tell you what it is. It's no, it's not like, it's not like that. You know, he's not trying to be prescriptive or anything. He's mm. just trying to recognize, you know, the, the struggles that we face, the complexity of the society that we live in. That is, I think, really threatening, I think, the idea, I think, of this, you know, femininity. Uh, and, and realizing that, hey, you know, we can continue to be women for Christ. We can continue to be daughters of God, right? We do not need to um, 
uh, subscribe to the it's, it's easy to kind of like um, go along with the flow right of you know what other people want us to do but to say no I'm going to be the woman that he created me to be I'm going to charge mm-hmm. into the bullets even though the people around me are telling me that I'm downright silly and like you know I uh, should not have this strange idealism no I'm like no I'm going to go and I'm going to go and I, I feel like Wonder Woman went because she knew that someone was looking out for her and she knew yeah. that she had something if not like you know if you look at your own human frailty you're like ah I cannot lie the bullet will come and then the <laughs> TDA <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no she was like no she was like boom boom you know she was like deflecting the bullets with that that thing that she wears on the wrist I don't know what it's called but you know I know there's yeah. a name for it but yeah and she had that, like another thing but yeah I think that really really spoke to me yeah. wow you pointed out like radical you pointed out like radical courage radical trust knowing in and I and I feel like that radical trust and courage comes from recognizing her identity and recognizing who she is called to be and the gifts that she has and I love how you also shared, you know, God gave me a mission. You know, I should just go for it because through it all, he'll be with me. And Wonder Woman, I really feel like Wonder Woman is like a modern day Mother Mary. Oh my. <laughs> Mother Mary would be like Wonder Woman because she exudes this strength, this firmness, and also gentleness in what it means to be a woman of a feminine genius. 